One time we did win, so that was good. But I always love being the imposter, and I never am. I mean, it's fine if you're not the imposter every 20 seconds. <laughs> like Me and Morgan friends were playing Among Us last night. It's the first time I played. I swear to God, I think I was the imposter like eight times in a two-hour span. <laughs> Out of like ten games, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, it was wild. I only actually got to play the game maybe three times. <laughs> and it's like... But this happens every time we play games like this, is it's always me. And everybody complains because they're like, oh, but you're really good at it. I'm like, well, I have to be because this is the only way I ever get to play the game. Yeah, I feel like there's a Jackbox game called Press the Button where you have to like, there's an imposter alien and you have to figure out who it is. And I feel like Among Us is better because you can adjust a lot more things and uh, push the button. It's really hard for the humans to win. It's super hard for humans to win and push the button. But this is nice. It's got a lot more adjustable things. The The tasks aren't as fun because in press the button, it's like tasks to determine who the imposter is. Right. But yeah, I like it. You can adjust the, the balance a lot better in Among Us. And it's only $5. Highly recommend. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I hope that next time I get to play, I'm not the imposter all the time. I wouldn't mind being the imposter like once or twice, but by the time, by the last game, I was like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) I'm not doing this anymore. I feel like it's biased against some people get imposter all the time and some people never do. Well, it's, it's, it's like mystery heroes in Overwatch, right? Yeah. Some days all you roll is Genji. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad at Genji. Terrible at Genji. And it's like, why... I, I was literally not Genji for 20 seconds. Give me something else. Oh, Doomfist, thanks very much. Yeah, I hate it when you die and then you respawn as the same character and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a character that I was doing really well on and then I'm like, ah, I'm back. You thought you could kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme and this is episode 28. Beautiful. Lovely. The, the, I take notes for each episode to like write down the order of the stories I'm going to do. And the names I have given to each of these stories are bonkers. So I'm going to post these (laughs) as a teaser. This one is titled Freddie Mercury Spoilers. What? (laughs) And it's an Am I the Asshole post. There aren't any ages, but it's not important. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my friend how Freddie Mercury died? No. (laughs) One of my friends, who, by the way, is extremely gay, is doing her PhD on HIV AIDS and has done LGBT activism, using her research to testify in Congress, asked for movie suggestions with queer characters and good actors. I immediately listed Bohemian Rhapsody as one of my favorite movies. I was completely enamored by Rami Malek's performance in the film, and I truly believe Freddie Mercury would have been proud. I'm not sure any other actor could have done him justice. I told her this. She got pretty excited and planned to watch it. Then I mentioned, when he got his AIDS diagnosis, I couldn't stop crying. Then she got extremely angry with me and goes, he got AIDS? Why would you tell me that? I thought she was joking at first, but she legitimately didn't know he had died of complications from AIDS. She refused to watch the movie afterwards because I apparently had spoiled it for her, but I legitimately thought it was common knowledge that Freddie Mercury died of AIDS, especially for someone who does AIDS research. I don't know. Am I the asshole for spoiling how Freddie Mercury dies? Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can understand a regular layman maybe not knowing how Freddie Mercury died, but somebody whose entire college career and activism is based on HIV and AIDS, not knowing how Freddie Mercury died. Come on now. Kind of like, wait, Lincoln dies at the end of Lincoln? Right. <laughs> Even I knew that Abraham Lincoln got shot in the head. And I'm not from here. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Although, <laughs> I had a friend. Oh my gosh. So you remember when Princess Diana died and it was like a big deal? Yeah. Even in America, it was a big deal. You can imagine what it was like in England, like friggin' years of mourning. Every year, almost every year still on the anniversary, she shows up on like the front of our magazines. That's so crazy to me. Anyway, (laughs) 
I had a friend who, at the age of 15, had no idea that she was dead. (laughs) Did not know. She thought she was alive and well, or she had never heard of her? She knew who Princess Diana was. She was like, I did think it was weird we haven't heard from her in a long time. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you were alive in 1997, (laughs) weren't you? Like, you were here on this planet when this happened, weren't you? This is not a secret. Everybody, where have you been? She also had no idea that dinosaurs had existed. So I don't know if this person, it's not even a religious thing. She just thought they were made up. Oh yeah. Like some people think that narwhals are uh, mythical creatures. Right. She thought they were like dragons. So when she went to museums and saw like dinosaur bones and stuff, she thought they were faked. (laughs) Not like my family who thinks they were faked by the devil. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I love the idea that the devil is running around just going, ah, it's really piss him off. <laughs> like, like, yeah, what is that? What is the purpose? Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, some people are just really unaware of the world that they live in and don't know stuff that everybody... The, the, the problem is when you know something, you always assume that everybody else has the same level of knowledge that you do. Especially if they're the same age as you. Right. And this happens all the time when we're playing Jeopardy. When me and my husband are watching Jeopardy, I'll go down a category and I'll be like, man, that was a really easy category. And he's like, yeah, because you took a degree in English literature. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, that. that is your specific interest. So, yeah. It was this person your age? Yes. So... She was seven. She would have been seven when Princess Diana died. I think Princess Diana died in 97? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was a good me- a good remember that I did. <laughs> well, I, I, I looked it up while you were talking, so I can't, can't take credit for that. But um, so I get being like a seven-year-old and thinking like, oh, this is the news. Therefore, it is boring adult stuff, so I'm not going to pay attention to it. But every year after that, it was brought up. Yeah, on the anniversary. People are still talking about bloody Princess Diana. Yeah, I just don't understand. And especially because Freddie Mercury's death was like, he was one of the first high profile people who actually was like diagnosed and treated for and died of AIDS. He was basically the second super famous one to my knowledge because Rock Hudson passed away before that. But he came out. I know a lot about Freddie Mercury. Queen is my favorite band. I'm sitting next to my Queen poster on the wall. He came out and a spokesperson said he has been diagnosed with HIV AIDS and he died the next day. Right. So it was like a huge news story at the time because it all came out at once. And also considering you've done activism, I feel like it would have come up. That's like going to a literature, going on a literature degree and never having studied Shakespeare. Like not even knowing who Shakespeare is. It's more like not knowing... All of the conspiracy theories about Shakespeare being a woman or multiple people or gay or all this stuff. But yeah, because that definitely comes up often in, at least it did in my degree. Currently, people are like, yeah, Shakespeare used to just smoke dank weed all day and then write plays. And it's like, yeah. That's how we do it in our age, too. (laughs) Probably. Like, who was going to stop him? Um, But yeah, that's... That blows my mind. That just blows my mind. I don't think I have any advice for this person. I am equally shocked. I would definitely go with OP's reaction of thinking that she was joking at first, because that's a pretty funny joke. (laughs) Yeah, that seems just like an overreaction due to either embarrassment or stress as a PhD student candidate, because... You know, studying HIV AIDS and then not knowing that is a little embarrassing. But also, like, this is the other thing I find weird about this story. She's really gay, right? He says in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They say we don't know OPs. Uh, oh, we don't know OPs. How would they not already watched Oscar winning Bloody Everywhere Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. How had they avoided that? I mean, I was a little disappointed with it because it it definitely put his sexuality on the back seat. The whole conflict that they have is like completely false in the book, in the movie. So that's kind of annoying. But, you know, it's it's not a documentary. It's a biopic. So right. it's going to have some exaggerations in it. But also I watched it. So <laughs> I do say this is somebody who hasn't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but oh yeah, I don't tend to watch Oscar bait movies. Because they irritate me. Me too. I haven't seen Green Book. 
because fuck that movie. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> specific people who are listening. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen bloody. What won all the Oscars last time? Parasite. I watched that. Oh, yeah. That one's good. I mean, you know, it wasn't an Oscar rate movie. It was just a Bong Joon-ho movie that happened to win a bunch of Oscars. So it's it's good. Uh, if you like suspense. I drama, don't. Yeah. <laughs> what Look, movies do you like? Ones with space and giant robots in them. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's basically it. If, if it has Batman in it or someone <laughs> goes to space or there's a giant robot, if there are lots of explosions or it's based on a Neil Gaiman book. I've probably seen that movie. <laughs> I I feel like I definitely have that tendency. I like TV shows a lot more than movies, just in general. I just find it really hard to sit and watch, unless something is really grabbing my interest. I, I just start turning off after about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I have there is an aspect of my personality where if I start watching something I have to watch it to the end which means I have sat through a lot of movies that I have really hated (laughs) right so you're like I'm not gonna make that mistake again (laughs) right so now what I do is I just have specifically honed things that I want in a movie and if that movie is gonna give them to me I know I'm gonna have a good time yeah I'm I'm definitely not like that like I you know I had to get up to go to work I would watch a little bit of tv And I would maybe have like 15 minutes to watch something and I'd have to turn things off in the middle of an episode to go to work. So I definitely like don't have that. I also watch uh, movies that way. 15 minutes at a time. I can't do that. (laughs) I can't do that. I have to be like fully in it so that I can properly understand it and grasp it. And then I have to just go because that's going to be the only story I think about for like two weeks. This is why Prometheus really upsets me. But that has a lot of explosions and people in space. But it's also very bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. The only worse movie is freaking Alien Covenant. The, the thing that really irritated me about Prometheus, though, was everybody was so stupid in it. Yeah. Like, you're meant to be, like, the top scientists and, like, astronauts of your day and age, and you're fucking poking black goo and then rubbing your eye afterwards, you absolute pillock. What's wrong with you? One of the best things about the original Alien movies... Question... Movie, at least, the original Alien movie, is that it featured smart people. Like, they did all they could, but the alien is really scary, so... It's hard to kill. But yeah, they were just stupid, chronically stupid. And by about halfway through the movie, I was like, yes, I want all these people to die because they deserve it. What's wrong with them? And then there was the like forced alien abortion scene. And I was like, no, I'm out of this movie. I can't can't do this anymore. This is rough. One of the things that really grosses me out is when people overexert themselves after major surgery. Oh, yeah. When people in movies like insist on getting out of their bed and going to the bathroom or whatever, I'm like, no, like it physically (laughs) makes me nauseous. I can't stand it. So that one's especially bad because she just had like a C-section and... (sighs) awful anyway um so it sounds like the situation warrants uh, like a conversation after right everyone's cooled down and that's exactly what happened so we have an update we talked and she apologized for overreacting she was pretty stressed out with concerns over her research funding and took it out on me her research is in science not policy we're planning to have a queer poc movie marathon and this is going to be the first one thanks for our feedback she had a laugh over all the titanic comments because <laughs> everyone in the comments was like, would she get mad if you told her the Titanic sank too? <laughs> like, I also think that once something has been like widely in the public for 10 years, then you can't really call out for spoilers anymore. 10 years is, is even excessive. I would say like one year. No, I wouldn't say one year because not everybody has cable or access to like Netflix or whatever. This is this is what binge culture really That's irritates true. me about is if you don't watch it in the first 8 weeks you're never going to enjoy that show because yeah. everybody's going to have told you everything that happens in it and you're going to have seen like 16,000 memes and by that point like this is why I haven't watched Breaking Bad I feel like I know everything about Breaking Bad now <laughs> because just the internet is just Breaking Bad all the time I feel like after I think 10 years is a good like hey you can't be mad about this anymore like yeah, you've true. had enough time. There was someone because I I reposted that that thread on Twitter of all of the audience reactions in the movie theater to Avengers Endgame, which like 
really activates all of my feelings because I'm like, I understand that Marvel is manipulating our emotions to get our money and I do not care at all. No. I eat that shit up. That's business. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. So, and then also it has all the audience reactions. So it reminds me of being in like a big group of people all enjoying the same thing. But anyway, someone brought up the fact that we should definitely stop talking about the last half of Avengers Endgame just so that the kids coming up after you know this movie came out will still get the surprise kind of like with the Darth Vader reveal right Star Wars that's why I feel like 10 years is a decent amount right yeah by that time the people who were kind of too young to understand it the first time can really have it the second time Um, and then it's also still their thing they can still enjoy that like I would never tell anybody the ending of the killing joke but I also widely accept that pretty much everybody knows the ending of the killing joke who cares about that. I, I think that policy is fine and good. However, this was a real life thing that happened. Granted, right. it was more than 10 years ago. So yeah, it's more than 10 years ago. So you should know about it. You're in the clear Maybe. there. But if like someone in 2010 came out with a movie... Has there been a Princess Diana movie? I feel like yes, No, there's been a TV movie. There was, I think it was in The Crown, actually. I think they did it in The Crown. Oh. And they didn't do, like, the full thing, but they had the event and the kind of fallout in the royal family, I think. I think there was a TV movie about Princess Diana, but I also am pretty sure that the the princes have a, a say over whether that can happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think that goes out the window if it was a prominent actual event that happened in real life, you know? I No, I agree. But But yeah, sounds like uh, everybody cooled down and it's all good and she's just stressed out. So that's good. And that's okay to happen sometimes because sometimes it just happens. But you know... (laughs) Try not to snap at people who you live with over Freddie Mercury dying. Yeah. It's kind of a silly thing to snap about. I don't know if they live together, but they are good friends. So yeah, don't snap at your friends for things that they didn't do wrong. Anyway, okay, that's that one. Please don't tell me to watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> do, do not come into my Twitter and be like, oh, you need to watch Breaking Bad. I know, I know, okay? People have been telling me this for the last 10 goddamn years. It's not changing my interest in Breaking Bad. You just barely watched Avatar and that came out in 2003. So. Hey, I stopped in the middle of season two because... <laughs> I want to concentrate on Tales of Barsing Say, which everybody says is the best episode. But I just haven't found the right headspace to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to watch Avatar right now. Yeah, fair. Okay, this one's the name of the asshole post. We have no ages. What is this? I know. Uh, I'm going to guess this guy's about 25. Okay. Or his girlfriend is 25 and he is like 37, but whatever. Uh, Okay. (laughs) You know, how they do it. Standard. Am I the asshole for abandoning my girlfriend on top of a mountain? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Obligatory. I know this sounds bad, but hear oh, me out no. on this one. It wasn't even a big mountain. What? I didn't leave her on Mount Kilimanjaro. She should just calm down. Okay, you might need your chimes here. Uh, I'm getting there here. <laughs> Basically, I've been going on hikes alone on weekend mornings while my girlfriend eats pancakes. On Sunday, I went to do a peak that's easy if you're a vet like me, but it still takes a few hours. I went early so I could be back for the football game at 1. I could not miss this game. So I woke up early to go, and my girlfriend gets up with me and is all like, let's do it. And I was like, what? (laughs) She gives me a whole spiel about trying to better herself and her body, which she gives me every year, but I still felt obligated to bring her along. Before, I agreed to make sure she understood that it would be challenging and that I was going to be going at a brisk pace because I needed to be home in time for the game. I told her if she wanted, we could do some lighter hikes later this week so she can ease herself into it, but she insisted she could keep up. Of course, it didn't go that way. She fell behind immediately before the real ascent even began. I offered to turn around and tackle it another time, but she insisted she just needed to adjust to the altitude change. Nope. It took us over two hours to get up, and she complained and begged for water the entire time. We got to the top and I told her we needed to get down faster than we went up because if we didn't, I was going to miss kickoff. She got all pissy over that and was like, isn't spending time with me more important than the game? I know this was bait, so I just said back that I told her the conditions beforehand and it wasn't respectful of her to slow me down like this. Bait. 
Then she got real mad and basically shrieked across the entire peak that I might as well just leave her up there, and I was so angered and embarrassed by her that I did. I told her the descent down was easier, and there were plenty of people around to help her if she needed it, and I headed back down the mountain alone. I felt so bad, so I waited for her in the car, and I watched the game on my phone, and she didn't make it down until the fourth quarter, which I pointed out to her as soon as she opened the door. She won't talk to me. I know my actions were hurtful, but her peak freakout had humiliated me and I didn't know what else to do. Am I the asshole? Edit. Since people are asking, it was a Jets game. What? Where are the Jets even? New York. Let me let me just double check where they are in in the Shovey Hand Egg League right now to see if this is really important. They lost, uh, apparently, according well, to the comments. Well, good. <laughs> you can't leave somebody on the top of a mountain. Like, they're at the bottom of the AFC East table, I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Let me see. Don't at me. Jets fans, you know. Yes. Yes, they are. They've lost every single game. So it's not even important. Nobody gives a shit about the Jets. Like... I understand that she was like, no, I can do it, I can do it. But she probably didn't realize how intense it was. He says it's an easy climb for a vet like me. So for somebody who doesn't do this every week, who stays at home and eats pancakes every week, that's too much. He should have taken her to an easier peak. He should have just taken her. Yeah. This whole thing is all about his feelings over hers. And she's trying to A, get in shape, but B, spend some time with him. It must be really lonely at home by herself when he's out hiking for five hours. Yeah, and it, it it's showing a fundamental lack of willingness to change your plans. Just so inflexible. If you knew this was going to happen or whatever, then take her to an easier peak and go by yourself to the harder one a different time. God. Also, don't date people you don't like. Right, if you... <sighs> I understand her wanting to be in his his hobby and, and do stuff with him. But at the same time, like, if this is so important to you that you're willing to strand somebody who has struggled the entire time on the top of a mountain, I don't care how tall it is, right? I have had some really scary childhood experiences in nature where I have been left behind or haven't been able to see my parents, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You do not do that to another human being. That's just so terrible. He clarifies later that there were a lot of people around, and the trail is monitored by rangers, so he wasn't actually putting her in any danger. But just the shittiness. So if it took two hours to get up, say it takes like an hour and a half to get down, just seething for an hour and a half knowing that your boyfriend left you on the top of this mountain and having to stew on that for an hour and a half. And then get down by yourself when you are not an experienced trail walker. Yeah, because the real danger part is coming down. Yeah, that's, that's where you slip and fall. Going up, you're less likely to fall, maybe like bang your shins or whatever, but less likely to slip and fall God, going uphill. And then the first thing that your boyfriend says to you is, so this is the fourth quarter. I would have almost missed the entire game if I had waited for you. Who gives a fuck about the Jets? I'm sorry. Like, (sighs) if the game was so important, you should have stayed at home. Like, I don't understand. First off, I don't understand, like, sports fanaticism anyway. That pisses me off. Same. Second, if it was so important that you were willing to risk another person's safety so you could watch your favorite team lose terribly, <laughs> which they then you did. should have stayed at home. Like, <sighs> you can't time somebody else's activity to fit your schedule. You can only time your own. So... <sighs> That's so annoying. Like, I like people who are into sports, but they also understand that it's just a game. Yeah, sports can be fun. Like, I love watching the the World Cup. Like, and for like two weeks, that's all I talk about is the World Cup. And it's really exciting and it's nice and you can share it with people. But just the exhaustion of like every single goddamn Sunday... I don't know how people do that. Yeah, and just that it should enhance your relationships. It should be a fun thing that you do with your friends or family or whatever. It should not be damaging relationships. So when I lived with my last roommate, which is a whole story (laughs) until maybe someday, but it was Easter and Matt was over. This was when we were dating. And Matt said something like, I don't understand sports 
people because the team, like the actual players, are not from the city that they are playing for. So I don't really get people who are fanatical about the team because they're not even your your city's team. They're just from random places. And she got so mad that she like kicked him out. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't wow. talk to this roommate anymore, but yeah, it's it's like people get so offended about sports and it's like I don't understand. It's it really is just a game. I understand that you care, but if you didn't care, it wouldn't affect your life at all. I was oh god, I was coming back from a comic convention once on the train by myself and um I used to live in a pretty um low income city which had a, f- a football team a I'm not. I'm, I refuse to say the S word because it's not what it's called. Um, <laughs> had a football team which had had an amazing run the, a couple of years before and unseated like the top team and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming back from a comic convention and there's a drunk guy on the train wearing that city shirt and he's like, "Oh my god, I hate nerds!" And I look at him and I'm like, "Dude, you're wearing a, a shirt for a football team that you don't play for." So. Who's the nerd now? (laughs) And he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're in cosplay as a fucking football player. Argue with me about it. Yeah, I feel like we definitely need to make sports into more of a nerd thing. Like, if you are into sports, you're a sports nerd. But yeah, that's the definition of the word nerd is somebody who is um, highly knowledgeable about a specific area. So if you're really into the Jets, for example, and you know, like, all their players and how far everybody can throw the hand egg, then (laughs) you are a nerd. Like, that's how that works. You don't play for that team. You have no investment in that team. I don't draw Batman. So it's, uh, yeah, it just, the people's attitude towards sport, like, sport should be fun. Whether you're yes. watching it or you're playing it. At the point where you, your sports team is more important than human life. <laughs> like lit- almost literally. <laughs> almost literally. Then you have a problem. And just the way that he talks about the conversation with her. He says, she got all pissy over that and was like, isn't spending time with me more important than the game? I knew this was bait. So I just said back, I told you the conditions beforehand and it wasn't respectful of you to slow me down like this. And it's like, he's framing himself as rational man, even though he's getting upset about this missing a sports game. He's the one getting upset. And then him getting upset is making her upset, which is valid because she is not being respected or cared about by her significant other. Her her physical condition isn't respectful to him. Right, yeah. Is basically what that translates into. Absolutely. Which is just wild to me. Okay, I saved one comment because <laughs> he only has three. And this is on a this is part of a you're the asshole uh, judgment that someone made. At the end, they said, I hope she conquers many more peaks at her pace so you can make it to all the games without failure on your own. And... He said, trust me, if we break up, the only thing she'll be conquering is more pancakes. <gasps> what a dick. <laughs> oh Girl, you eat those pancakes. If they make you happy, you eat those pancakes. I don't care. Get rid of the man. Throw the man out. Keep yes. the pancakes. You can easily lose 160 pounds. <laughs> I titled this one, Pancakes Are Greater Than Men. So It's true. Yes. Except no, I can't really say that. It's 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 mine and my husband's date and anniversary today, so um, <laughs> I, I have to be at least a little bit respectful of one man. Pancakes are better than yes, ninety nine point point nine percent of men. Pancakes are better than men as a whole. Individual men, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy date anniversary. But you know, you gotta work to to be better than pancakes. And if you're not, then you suck. Pancakes, don't insult you for going slow up a mountain. Don't leave you up the mountain to watch a sports game which your team lost. They're so much better. I prefer waffles, honestly, because they get, get crispy out. on the outside. Get and out. Inside, which I might make sometime. <laughs> <laughs> sometime, maybe. Waffles are fine. They're a bit too cakey for me. Pancakes are where it's at. Anyway, yeah, throw the whole man out. I'm looking at his... Because this isn't a throwaway. Um, this is He actually wrote this on his... What an idiot. He started an account to make this and keeps making comments and there's nothing... He only made like a few comments that 
are not related to his relationship. He has one post in Barstool Sports. Oh, no. But it was removed, so it doesn't have any comments. It was removed from Barstool? He put, anyone want to start a book club is the title. And it got removed because it's not related to the Barstool Sports thing. So maybe he's lonely because he's single now. I hope. Oh, that's so funny. Well, now he can go up all the hard mountains that he wants. Yeah. You big fucking nerd. Okay, so this next one I have, I titled it Red Flag City. because oh, no. it... I need the chimes again. Oh, yeah. Is this a double chimes day? Okay, we'll start with the ages. <laughs> oh, God. OP is 18. Her friend is 19. Okay. Her mom is 34, and her dad is 48. Her mom is 34, so she was 16? And her dad was 32. What? <laughs> I hate this already. <laughs> uh, and the friend is a, is female. I almost said a female. No. <laughs> <laughs> is a female. Uh, can, we, can we all just agree to never say that ever again? <laughs> um, it just is, you know, that you do 19 yeah. F. Yeah. No, I just mean in general, people shouldn't be like, oh, if you're looking at a female, like, no. You sound like a robot? It's so do it. weird. It's so weird and dehumanizing and gross. Just don't do it. It's because we as a society have a problem with the word woman. We don't like to use it. And once you realize that, you start noticing it everywhere. Like, everyone says girl. And it's like, no, they're not a girl. They're 23 years old. It's a anyway, woman. That's my personal pet peeve. All right. Basically, my parents have been having issues. It's been on and off for years. No shit. I thought this was normal behavior until I moved out for a couple of months due to arguments being so frequent that I wouldn't spend half an hour in the house without hearing them. Things started to become better last year. Dad got a new job. Mom had too. Anyway, I started bringing a friend over more and more as it seemed to avoid conflict while they were there. My mom and dad don't argue with others in the room, unless it's me. Now, my friend has been staying around basically every day. We have a big house. Half of the bedrooms are always empty. She stayed in one. She rarely sleeps. Insomnia. So she used to go downstairs and watch TV. My dad said it was strange since she has a big TV in her room, but she said she preferred company. Anyway, one night I come down and I hear heavy breathing. No. I've got a fear of someone breaking in, so I turned on the light quickly and shouted, and my mom looked extremely embarrassed and told me dad and her were making up. I was disgusted, but I didn't say anything. I just went upstairs. This happened for a bunch of nights and then suddenly stopped. I was glad for that, thinking they had been doing it in their room. Anyway, last night I walked into my friend's room because I couldn't sleep, and then I hear giggling. The door is slightly open, and I walk in and see my mom naked, licking my friend's dot dot dot, well, you know. <laughs> I ran out, I didn't know what to say. My mom came out and apologized. For some reason, I asked about that first night, and she said it's been going on for months. Dad doesn't know, and mom wants me to keep it a secret. My friend what? came over after and told me that she loved my mom. I feel sick. I don't know what to do. I want to tell my dad, but I know he'll lose so much. As much as they argue, he really does try. I don't know how to support him if I tell him. I don't want him to lose anything he's worked for. What? The end. There's God. a couple edits Damn. There, but... Oh, uh, this is actually important. So first edit. Info I forgot to type because I'm stupid. Uh, parents are Spanish. Pre-2009, the age of consent was like 13. I agree it was weird and predatory, but it wasn't now. I will address that later with my mom. I just didn't know what to do in that moment. I responded to what happened in not a great way. It must have been difficult for my mom to keep it as her secret, meaning her sexuality. I spoke to her in the morning, and she's agreed to tell my father. I also told her that I'm, su I'm supportive of her and that I'm 18. I don't Jesus. know what that means, but... Like, I guess she means I'm an adult and I, yeah. you know, it's fine. But god the damn. cycle of abuse continues. Like, what on earth? The, the, the thing I don't like about this is the kid being asked to keep the secret. Absolutely. That's not on her. Like, I don't, I don't even know how you would cope with that. Like, let's put the mum's sexuality aside for one second, because I, I don't think it would be much different if it was a male friend or not. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Like, imagine seeing your best friend and your mum having sex in your house while your father is in that house. Yeah, on the couch, too. On the couch! Like, what? Like, it's it's like the mum wants to get caught, because that will take some yeah. burden off her shoulders. Um, But using the best friend to do it is... 
Yeah, and it seems like, too, that... I mean, this is obviously an inappropriate age gap with the friend and the mom, clearly. Right. But I feel like this... The mom hasn't had a chance to come into her own as, like, an adult yet. Yes. So she might still be stuck at that age because she's in this relationship. Not, like, blaming him. No. But also, he was in his 30s and impregnated Mm. a teenager. Mm -hmm. So, like, everyone sucks here. This is a relationship advice post, but everyone sucks here except for OP. Yeah, there's there's a lot here that is difficult and worrying. Why is this friend just staying around all the time? For the in the first instance, yeah. like if you're bringing your friend because it stops your parents from having arguments, that's bad on you as a bad friend. That's true. That's that's not your friend's burden. You're old enough to move out. Move out. You don't have to live with it. Secondly, why is everybody okay with the best friend just staying there all the time. Yeah, if, unless she was maybe kicked out of her house for being gay, is possible. Could be possible. But like... But to to just... then repay that kindness with <laughs> cheating with your best friend's mom. <laughs> oh, it's so absurd. Just everything is bad here. I can't think of anything I can tell OP to do except get out leave don't talk to any of these people again maybe your dad but this is just all sorts of bad i feel bad for the mom because you know she hasn't had an opportunity to explore her sexuality properly but at the same time come on now have a modicum of self-control yeah and i i see where the cycle is coming from like the same thing happened to the mom that she is doing to this right. friend and so it's it's hard not to feel sympathy for her also. And if they fight a lot, you know, OP's saying like, my dad does try, but they fight a lot. I don't know how to interpret that without actually being there. Yeah. Also, your dad kind of, like, this isn't the worst thing that could have happened to him after being in a relationship with a teenager in his 30s. Like, this is, and this is not wholly unexpected. Yeah. It's... <sighs> We, we go back again to if you're dating somebody who's so far out of your age range, there's going to come a point where your wants in life differ. Yeah. If they don't already differ when you start dating. And, you know, he's really got what he wanted. He's got a big house. He has a family. He was married for a long time. There now comes this stage where the kid is an adult and the mom's like, okay, well, what about me? Yeah. Like, I've, I've served my purpose as a mother but I never got to have that childhood that I wanted. So it's it's an extreme case of those two roads kind of moving away from parallel. But damn. She also says, the OP says that her mom got pregnant when she was 15. So that just <sighs> makes it even worse. Ugh. Um, Jeez. So she does update. I hate the comments on this. The comments are so sympathetic towards the dad. And I'm like... Okay. Well, anyway, let me just read it. So this is what happened. I spoke to my mom and she said she would confess to my dad. I was freaked out and she could see that. Still, I'm glad I posted here and slept on the info. You all helped me a lot. Thank you. I spoke to my friend. She apologized for being caught and declared she is in love with my mom. For being caught? There might be a language barrier here, but... There could be. But it's, I'm sorry you caught me is different to... I'm sorry I was cheating with your mom. Absolutely. She apologized for being caught and declared she is in love with my mom. I don't think I'll be friends with her. I'm aware she may be helping my family to where they are happy, but I feel it was a violation of my trust. I don't know if that's immature because they're both adults. Hun, no. 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 (laughs) That is a violation of your trust. Absolute violation of your trust. And if that relationship is going to continue in any way, shape, or form, you can't be in it because that's just going to be too awful. Anyway, the talk. My mom kept her word and told my mom about what happened. She said it had started a couple of months ago and she was grateful that she had been pushed into a place where she could come clean. She said that she still loved my dad, but she wasn't in love with him. She said that now that I'm old enough, they don't have to pretend to be a perfect family. He was quiet for a little while and then not, and he started saying some horrible things. I know it's the heat of the moment, but I felt really bad for my mom, so I asked him to stop. He asked me if I knew. I told him not for long. He didn't say anything to me. He told my mom that this wasn't over. I'm not sure if he meant the marriage or the talk. 
Mom didn't mention a divorce. I assume that's where it'll go now, but I don't know. I feel like I'm guilty for this, breaking apart my family. A couple hours after the talk, my dad came into my room to apologize to me. He said he hadn't been great to my mom and didn't love her anymore and hadn't for a while. He then basically asked if I would live with him or her since one of them would be leaving. I told him I didn't know and he looked really hurt. Despite my mom being in the wrong for cheating, I still felt he was partly to blame. I told him he wasn't going to lose me and we'll still talk every day. We then had a long talk about me and what I wanted with everything. It was the first time I've had such a thing, really. I love both my parents and feel so guilty about all of this. My dad told me he would leave for a few days and if I wanted, I could go with him. I told him I had schoolwork, but if he wanted, we could meet up for lunch every day. He looked really upset, more so than when he was told about the affair, but he just nodded and accepted. He apologized again. We told each other we love each other, and then he left. Mom came into my room when, I le when he left and asked how I was. I just felt numb and guilty. She told me that they'd both still love me. Her words felt kind of hollow, though. I asked my mom if we could talk about her relationship with my dad, the early times. She asked what I wanted to know, and then I bailed, saying I felt tired. I asked if I could another time, and she said yes. She probably blames me. I don't know, I just felt resentment from her. I feel sick, numb, and guilty. I also feel I shouldn't feel any of these because it's not my relationship. I don't know what to do now. I don't know if there was a better way of handling these things. I hope I never have to deal with them again. Anyway, thanks for pushing me towards the right path. My family won't be the same, but yeah, it's probably for the best. Damn, poor OP. <sighs> She's not the person who should feel guilty about this. Like, it's a shitty situation where you have to tell somebody the truth about something that's going to change their life. Yeah. But it's better than having to keep that secret and then somebody saying, well, why didn't you tell me? Why did you keep this from me? Because the dad was clearly hurt that she didn't tell him right away. And it feels like, again, we're not here and she's giving very sparse details, but it feels like they are both trying to get her to feel bad and take their side. Yeah, this is definitely a side-taking endeavor. Like, no one has assured her that this isn't your fault and anything. Like, her mom feels resentment from- or her mom's giving off resentment. Her dad is like, are you gonna choose me? You know, it's all- it's- they don't act like they care about her feelings at all. No, it's all about them and how they feel right now. Which, you know, they're not the only people who are going through this. And yeah, yeah that sucks. That sucks so bad. <laughs> Lost your friend. Don't know what to do with parents. So she says in a comment later that she's going to decide to go, like, with her dad because they have a cabin and that's probably, that's where he is. So she's going to go spend time with him because she's worried about him. And it's like, he's, he seems like he is intentionally manipulating her, um, which yeah. wouldn't be off brand for someone who dated a teenager, like, in his 30s. God, yeah, it's, and and that is... I think more common than people realize when adult children see their parents divorce, they feel some sort of responsibility to look after one or the other. Yeah. And some parents will take huge advantage of that. Um, and, you know, you do it out of a place of kindness because that's your parent and you want them to be happy and you want to make sure they're okay and that they don't do anything stupid. But at the same time, that is not really your responsibility. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They are an adult and they should be able to look after themselves and deal with that. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a word for that. It's called parentification, where the parents put too much emotional or, you know, labor responsibility on their kids, um, which happens like even in adulthood. So yeah, they're they're trying to gain sympathy. I feel like the mom, obviously, she's in the wrong in this situation, and she's trying to kind of let go of that feeling, but her resentment is preventing her from actually having an honest conversation with her daughter. I resent you for finding out that I was doing something wrong. <sighs> God. I... I don't know. It really depends on, like... I mean, and obviously, their rela the, the parents' relationship to each other is is going to be, <laughs> to be as generous as possible, imperfect from the beginning because of how it started. But it's hard to tell what their dynamic is now because we aren't there for like all these arguments that they're having, is it? What I, what I find worst about this is that the blame being placed on OP is not just for this, it's for the entire breakdown of the marriage, despite the fact that the dad comes in and says, oh, I haven't loved her for years. Mm -hmm. It's like they could have broken up at any time, but it's 
OP's action, which I'm not going to say has done it, because it's not really it's, it's not really what they did, it's what the mom did. Right. But now it's like, yeah, well, this is just a good excuse now, thanks a lot. I feel like what the mom wanted was to keep doing this and then have like a thruple or something and keep and I don't know who works here, but it's not an abnormal for this kind of relationship dynamic to have the mom not working because it's a manner of control. But sounds like she wanted to just keep sleeping with the friend and stay married so that she didn't have to like take on any responsibilities. And she's pissed that OP ruined that. Yeah, she says they have a big house with lots of bedrooms, so I assume that there's money involved in this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. Oh, and then also, uh, like, mom saying now that OP is old enough. And so it's like, that's also putting blame on OP to be like, well, you know, if you weren't around, we would have broken up. But here you are, as if it's her fault for being born <laughs> and them having to take on parental responsibilities. Like, <sighs> bleh. Bleh. Ugh. Red Flag City, man. Uh, right. I didn't you know, even I... read the title of this one, I realized. Didn't you? I don't remember. It feels like years since we started this post. <laughs> this is supposed to be the embodiment of 2020. Ugh. One person's getting blamed for everything that's not their fault, and everybody else is just behaving like an asshole. Um, but I guess it was a I was keeping the surprise. I don't know. Uh, the title is "I found out my mom is cheating on my dad with one of my friends." That's pretty much it, man. Oof, oof, a Roonies. <laughs> what can I say? But yikes. <laughs> Well, are you ready for your dead donkey? I'm ready. I'm ready for the dead donkey. I'm so ready. I've never been more ready. It's not only a dead donkey, but it is an old friend here to envelop you like a warm blanket. Beans? Soup. Soup! More soup! <laughs> yeah! Beans and soup have become our trademark. <sighs> we should release a cookbook. Yes, it's just all beans and soup. Just only beans and soup. All right, and... No ages, once again. God damn it. We either have no ages or the ages are horrifying <laughs> this episode. Am I the asshole for impulse buying 60 cans of soup? That's a six zero, not one six. <laughs> Build a fort from the soup. Build a fort from the soup. <sighs> I have no excuse or rational way to explain this. Yesterday while grocery shopping, I noticed this really good discount on my favorite brand of soup. I do not know what overcame me, but I also had a coupon, so I got the cans for about $50. That's a really good deal. I wouldn't buy amazing... 60 of them, but that's a good deal. Wait, no, hang on. My inherent cheapness is very much enjoying this. 60 cans of soup for $50? Yeah. My man, I would have bought 60 cans <laughs> of soup for that money. <laughs> Jesus. I still have a job during the pandemic, so this isn't too big of a deal. I still have plenty of money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I came home, put away my groceries, and put as many as I could into our cupboards, which was about 20, and left the rest in a plastic bag in my room. But when my roommate came home and made dinner, she was fucking pissed at me. <laughs> she said I was taking up too much space. Why do you even need so much fucking soup? And demanding me to put some of the cans elsewhere so that she had more space. Keep in mind, I only took up like one shelf. Today for lunch, she made some Ooh. comment that she should have just had one of my soups. To which I said, over my dead body, meaning it as a joke. But it ended up backfiring since she just ended up getting mad again, saying I already have so many and I can share one little can. This got us talking and eventually I let it slip that the soup in the cupboard wasn't even all of it. She lost it. She won't stop calling me a selfish fat ass who's immature and bad with money. Making comments insinuating I won't have enough for rent, which is always on time. That I'm a bad roommate and then she can't wait for our lease to be up so she never has to deal with me again. <laughs> and that I, quote, lost my appetite and she doesn't even want my soup anymore. Meaning that she lost her appetite. Oh. Yeah. And after all those comments, I don't want to share with her either. I tried talking about this to our third roommate. However, she was completely disinterested. <laughs> I didn't want to get involved with petty drama over fucking soup, which I really can't fault her for. Tag yourself. I'm third roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So am I the asshole? <laughs> I mean, I'm confused about how you managed to fit 20 cans of soup on one shelf in a cupboard. This must be a very deep cupboard. Yeah, I could see in my cabinet, uh, like our pantry, you could fit 20 cans of soup on that one but, like, I hope you're stacking them if there's room for that. Right. I d why? I mean, it's just soup. Well, here's a clarification of the cupboard space. 
Okay. There are three cupboards and a pantry. It's a very small kitchen. Every cupboard has two shelves in it. I took one-sixth of the space. But the kind of soup I got, which is cream of chicken, can be used in multiple recipes, like putting sauces and casseroles, as well as just soup. The soup shelf also has some bread, beans, other cans, and mac and cheese stored in it, but the soup takes up most of the space on that shelf. I mean, if it's just one shelf, I don't really see what the problem is. Yeah, this seems like a last straw with the roommate situation. Mm. Like <laughs> The Iranian yogurt is not yes. the issue here. The cream of chicken soup is not the issue here. Right. <sighs> I I think it's also hilarious that she found out that there was more soup and then just got even more. I just than lost it. her shit. <laughs> like OP did do the nice thing and put most of it in their room. If there are sixty right. cans, there are forty cans in their room. I mean, when we got our dumb amount of beans or whatever. We put some of it in the understairs cupboard. And you buried the rest of it in the backyard? Oh, of course. That is the only thing to do with beans. <laughs> just to protect the beans, you must bury them in the yard and not tell your partner where we'll they are. We'll never jeopardize the beans. We'll never jeopardize the safety of the beans. Um, where was I? I was thinking something <laughs> important then. You, when you got all the beans, you put them in the cupboard. Yeah, so that they weren't filling up all the pantry space that we were going to be using for like other stuff. The beans were an emergency measure in case, you know... The apocalypse. Um, <laughs> Turns out it's one of those slow, boring it's apocalypses. Just, it's a really slow, boring apocalypse. There's no zombies, like, no Sharknadoes yet. I don't, you know. Anyway, Sharknado for November, please, if anyone's listening. I'm still I'm still putting my money on Volcano. Volcano is a safe bet, though. I <laughs> if true. it's gonna If I'm gonna go out, I want to go out in a Sharknado. <laughs> None of this, like, <laughs> lava stuff. I'm not choking to death on volcanic ash. I want some shark to come out of a... Twister and fucking bite my head off. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Who gives a shit about the soup? <laughs> right. Someone does say you're the asshole for hoarding food during a pandemic in the first place, and part of me kind of agrees with yeah. that. Yeah. You don't need sixty cans of soup. Come right. on now. Remember when the toilet paper? Everyone remembers when the toilet paper was uh, out. Don't using... hoard stuff. We're still using single ply toilet paper over here, and it's a travesty. Yes. As are we. Dudes don't understand because they only use TP for one thing. Yes. So we use TP for lots of things and you need at least two ply. Come on. I, I feel like this should, we should discuss this in depth. <laughs> also, one ply is inherently scratchier than... Every time I have asked a guy to go and buy toilet paper, they always come back with one ply. Always. Touch is it, it the cost that, that drives them away from Must two ply? But, like, there's nothing nicer than a three-ply on your kush. You know? Like, mm. the best comment... Oh, oh, so uh, this comment definitely supports my whole last straw roommate thing. Someone said, it sounds like you two have been getting on each other's nerves for a while now. And OP says, honestly, yeah, a few months ago she offered to share a joint with me. It's legal here. And then like a week later, I heard from our other roommate that she was telling everybody I was mooching weed off of her and never shared. <sighs> and she even tried asking my brother for money. While I don't like her, I've always tried to at least be a friend. I thought it was a one-off thing, but she's getting increasingly nasty. Do you think she's jealous because he still has a job and she's thinking, that's why she's like, oh my God, you're so bad with money. It's like, you don't deserve to have a job right now while other, while people like me are suffering and can't afford the rent. Do you think it's projecting? Probably. Almost everything is projecting, <laughs> if you think about it. I mean, let's not, let's not do that right now. <laughs> Someone also said, info, are you Ted Cruz? <laughs> because apparently after his honeymoon, Ted Cruz bought a hundred cans of soup. Ted Cruz is a fucking moron. <laughs> and OP is like, holy shit, I am Ted Cruz. And someone responded, have you thought about investing in soup too? <laughs> <laughs> Greatest comment. Wins the internet. Oh my god. God damn. Invest in soup tube for just one small subscription fee. You, you can have half moldy soup from a tube that runs under your house. <laughs> It's only half moldy. Only half moldy. Because they change they change the tubes out, right? And they clean them With daily. Or at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Jesus soup tube. Yeah. OP did nothing wrong here. It sounds like they should stay out of roommate's way. Yeah. God. Sixty cans of soup. And I, I yeah. I do like third roommate. <laughs> 
didn't want to get involved with petty drama over fucking soup, which, like, <laughs> it's like, OP is saying, sure, I get you. God, it's more sitcom bullshit. Yeah, it's... more sitcom bullshit. Hey, Jerry, I bought 60 cans of soup. <laughs> Where are we going to fit this? Actually, their kitchen is huge in that show. Is it? Compared to my kitchen, I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six cupboards and then a pantry. Dang, it's basically the same as... OP. OP's yeah. kitchen. Yeah, so if someone... Is OP you? No. <laughs> Did you buy 60 cans of soup? <laughs> Not this time, but I might. I am considering buying... I'm buying a lot more frozen stuff right now in uh, preparation for November 4th, so depending on what happens then... I mean, we still have the beans. We'll be fine. Because, you know, if, if it becomes the real apocalypse, then we can just... Eat ice cream. Eat ice cream and not worry about it. Yep. Yeah. And it's possible, too, that OOP is doing some, which is a common roommate thing, where the roommate does some things they're not necessarily self-aware about, but they don't think it's a big deal, and then it just keeps adding up and adding up, and they don't mean to do anything wrong, it's just something that's different from how the roommate was used to their living space being, and then uh, it boils over at the end. I do this thing which my old roommates used to lovingly call esmosis. <laughs> which is they could always tell if I had come into a room because slowly but surely neat tidy parallel piles of my stuff would start to accumulate on every surface <laughs> and to me that was just like oh it's in a tidy pile so it's not in anybody's way but to them it was ah she has been here <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do that too I leave shit all over the place I'm looking at the coffee table right now and there's like a hair clip my coffee mug from yesterday mm -hmm. and the PlayStation controller which doesn't really have a space anyway yeah I'm not a very tidy roommate well, when I was actually a roommate, I was tidy. But now that I'm married, I'm like, you get to deal with all my shit all over the place. He already married you. Haha. -ha. What, can, what can he do? He's not changing you. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like uh, OP could try if third roommate wants to deal with this, which it sounds like she doesn't, but whatever. Maybe have like a roommate therapy session. Soup intervention. <laughs> and just be like, hey, I didn't think this was being disrespectful. Is there something that I can... Because... The reason the roommate getting mad that there are 40 more cans in OP's room is completely irrational. Yeah, that's irrational. That that means nothing. So that shows us that it's not a it's not actually about the space. The soup is not the issue here, you know. It's not a soup problem. Yes. Let me check for an update. <laughs> soup updates. <laughs> oh god, OP has another post on our no stupid questions which is a place where you can ask any dumbass question that you want, and... Can you get diarrhea from eating 60 cats of soup? It's can you eat raw soup out of the can? So you aren't far off. <laughs> this dude really loves soup. Uh, let's see. So a small update is... Okay, OP is probably a lady because OP says, not really, the last thing I think I impulse bought was a new purse back in July. Even then, that's because my old one had no working zippers. I only impulse buy things I need, like soup. Okay. <laughs> so, and then uh, there's an update. To everyone asking why I like soup so much, last February, I got a tooth infection that seeped into my jaw and took four of my mm. other teeth on my left side. Soup and soft foods are comforting. I'll try to keep you guys updated on everything going on with my roommate, but I went to my parents' house today to avoid her drama, and my brother won't stop making fun of me after I told him all this. Crying, laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, took four of her teeth, that sucks. Yeah. Anyway, soup, yet again destroying relationships. What is it with all this, like, soft food? Beans, we, so far we've had beans, yogurt. soup, yogurt, pizza, pizza, and lasagna. Remember the lasagna, lasagna back in episode yep. one? Oh, Jesus. He took the giant tray of lasagna <laughs> and fed his family <laughs> twice. And then it was like, why are you mad? <laughs> Oh man, I love uh, this show. <laughs> heady, heady times. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll check back for an update at a later time. You can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay, and you can find our podcast at R the letter U the word Serious Pod, or you can email us at R the letter U the word Serious Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore Nose, as in knows lots of things. You can also find us on Facebook at the letter R slash the letter U Serious Podcast. Uh, send us soup. 
Not even recipes. Just, just mail us soup. Mail us cans you of soup, download please. Download a soup for us. <laughs> Send us a soup for us to download. You wouldn't download a soup. <laughs> also, don't forget to tell your friends about our beautiful shit show. Is that what I said last week? The, like, yeah. Glorious. Whatever. Glorious shit show. I used. Whatever the fuck. Friends. Like, just tell people about this, and we'll stop bothering you, maybe, I guess. Just keep referencing soup tube and the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here until they finally give up and listen to the podcast. Yell Reddit quotations at your friends until (laughs) they beg you to stop. (laughs) That's never hurt anybody's relationship. Never! Never, ever! Never, ever!